previously on Anything Goes. Kidding shit, but we had a kid. I've always said I, I, I've always. It's harsh to say I really don't hope my children are gay, only because I would love them. I totally accept them, but just all the bullshit that comes along with having to be gay and just being yourself. Right. You're being judged all the time, and you know, I just, I just don't wish it on anyone. Do you see it in any of your kids at this point? Uh no comment. <laughs> Uh, that's like a, a Rob Ford. Do uh, you smoke crack? No comment. Um, I just think I just think that whole culture goes through a lot of fucking bullshit that isn't necessary. Sure. Did you see that? Uh, you see that one story about the girl who couldn't go to her prom because her big chest. Yeah. Well, the, the, oh, was fuck, like, I, when I read it to my to Brandy, my wife, I'm like, oh man, Dave Martin's gonna get a flight there. Oh well, oh, no, I wouldn't get a flight there. What to meet her or just yeah, no, I just to see her. Like, did you see her chest? Yes, I did. I know you did. You know what I felt most uncomfortable for the uh, when they had to interview the dad on the news, and basically that is like, tell us about your daughter's huge tits, <laughs> please. How do you deal with your daughter's huge? huge tits? It's on a daily basis. Do you cover them? Would you let her yeah. walk around the house with that outfit on? Well, crap. Yeah, probably. No, I'm saying no, the dad. No, the dad probably. <laughs> you, Dave. Well, well, the dad couldn't yeah, be like. Be, uh, just wear your bra and underwear, honey. It's well, a hot day. Honey, I'm calling my daughter honey. Yeah, honey. Yeah. Yeah. And now, let's get to a new exciting show. Like the Shadow Man. Shadow Man. <laughs> hey, Sunny, baby. How are you? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? Remember, if you don't remember it, it never happened. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? All right. It is another episode of Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. I'm your one of your hosts, Dave Martin, and this is the week of August 7th, 2013. We are coming to you from the XM Studios in Toronto like we do every single week. Beside me in studio is Mr. Darren Frost. Yes, How are you, Darren, I, today? I am, I am well. You are well, uh, but you I have an well. angry story. I, uh, yes. Uh, before before you can get to okay, that, all right. uh, this week's guest, uh, we recorded live at the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, is uh, Kelly Taylor. Yes. Uh, a great interview with Kelly Taylor. And Kathleen McGee, a former host of the show, sits in on that interview. And the second interview was uh, David Pride, a right. comedian who's based out of Montreal. <laughs> And uh, a very funny interview with him, and Kathleen also sits in on that. So. We'll talk in. We'll talk before those interviews. We'll give a, a little bit of intro because sure, yeah. I didn't know Kelly Taylor at all. Right. I think I was remarkably hungover too that first day. Sure. Uh, and uh, so I, I'm barely in that episode. I think yeah. I pipe up one or, well, one or two Kathleen times. Well, because Kathleen and him were very good friends, so yes. she kind of took the reins on that interview. They seem sure. to have a bit of a history, and then he, a lot of uh, a ball talk. Yes. He told a long yes. story about uh, separating his nutsack and yeah. from jumping down of a... Uh, and speaking of that, which leads into my story... Oh, right. I think I read something about this earlier on yes, my, uh, yes. my, my so, Darren, Darren Ballsack feed yes, on my phone. On, uh, on that, Facebook. That app that talks about your nuts. So, uh, almost a year ago, I had a vasectomy, and which went horribly wrong. If you listen to the show, I talked about it in great detail. It took about three months to recover from it. It was horrible. I got an infection. Right. Horrible things. And then I had to, like, you have to 
to find out if a vasectomy works, you have to come into a cup, and then they check the sperm count on your uh, ejaculate. Right. And I had to do it twice, and that's awkward enough just doing it once. I'm not very good aim. You've got to pretty much shoot your load into the size of a shot glass. Okay. And I haven't trained. It's not a Bavarian mug or anything like that. No, no, I haven't trained. Playing together in Berlin. Yeah, for the history of my total whacking off, at the end of it, I don't care where it goes. If it goes on me, someone else, uh, you know, some uh, drapes, it's not my problem. Uh, I'm just like the littlest hobo when I whack off. I'm just on to somewhere else. Anyways, <laughs> so the okay. uh, and I don't want it to get on the littlest hobo either. That's 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 a different joke. Um, so I had to do it twice because of all the complications. Normally you just do it once. I had to do it twice. And I just found out yesterday uh, through a phone call because they didn't call me back after the second one that there is a good chance my vasectomy did not work. Well, how, now, okay, now... Uh, Which drives me fucking nuts because it was three months of pain, of pain right. and, and uh, pus and the infection was almost like a giant zit on my bag, which I had to drain, and it was disgusting, and I had to go see the doctor, and even when the doctor saw it, he went, whoa. Like, he actually did, said, whoa. Right, yeah. Well, every time that a doctor says, whoa, or I've never seen that before, yeah. or a ooh, or, or gross... Oops. Yeah. Like uh, the that's, Cosby that's bit. not a good sign. Now, when you okay, when you say you you have to get it all into one cup, I mean, when you do eventually ejaculate, is it like when someone has stepped on a hose for a while and then they let their foot off and it just goes spraying wildly? Yes, pretty or, much, pretty okay. much. It just shoots everywhere. I had to like just try to catch it. It was almost like a a dream catcher shot glass. Like you said, you should try to you know, <laughs> like a weird Atari twenty six hundred video game. Are they like big, like Peter North size loads or? Well, no, because I was all nervous about it. Like, am I going to get enough <laughs> Did in it there? Come out scared? It, it just oh, only. Okay. A very little amount came out because halfway through I'm like I don't know am I going to get it in there or not and then I started to worry and then of course that affects your ability to orgasm so literally just a little trickled out on that first one so little that when I gave the sample to the woman she actually held it up to the light and shook it around yeah I'm not kidding and I even said to her are you, are you trying to find a cum rainbow then I forgot this is the public not a comedy club stage and she just gave me this weird look and then I also said, I think I said this on the show before, we can go get my wife in here, we can scrape the inside of her mouth. Oh, stop that. I know, no. that's terrible. But, okay, now... Um, so it didn't work. I don't... So tomorrow, I'm going to get something in the mail, I got to go and do it a third time. Now I'm going to be like a fucking Olympian champ of shooting my cum into a shot glass. Now, I don't know much about your regular uh, jack-off practices, but right. I, uh, do you normally use a, a lotion or a yes, lubricant? Yes, lube. Yeah, so that was right. the other th issue. And you're not allowed to use lube, are you? you uh, well, when they, they you didn't cum. tell me, so I did, so... I don't know if that affected it or not. It probably did. Like, that's also part of my issue. I'm like, how much is it lube versus, you know, ejaculate percentage? You know, is it more lube than, than cum? I don't know. I don't think I don't think you can use any lube. They didn't tell would, me not to. Well, that doesn't necessarily. I mean, there's a there's a no. I poured some apple juice in there just to be safe. <laughs> I don't see a no smoking sign in the studio, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I can do it. So well, I that's don't, true. But I, I don't. I'm pretty sure that the lube would mix into your cum, and then right. that would uh, affect the... Uh, but that would affect it in a good way. That would say there's even less sperm. I have more than... So just think of that. Oh, you if have the, more I have than... more than I should. Oh. So if the lube did fill in, I probably got fucking still rocket sperm in my in my pants. <sighs> See, you don't want your sperm, and I, don't, I have a very low count. I don't have... There's nothing going on. Dude, I, I, I drive with my cell phone between my legs. Yeah. I want it to affect my sperm count. Right. 
You know what I mean? You've I, humped I don't. A, you've eat... humped a number of microwaves. Uh, fucking right. I, I I have the door open half the time for the popcorn. My <laughs> cock right over top of it. That's what I want. I want you, all the radioactivity to go right to my cock. You have a, a I don't laptop want a fourth on your child yeah, all the time. All the time. All the time. To the point that it's so hot that the the laptop actually shuts down you, while it's on my bag. But you don't pull out. I mean, have you had sex with your wife since then? Yes. Don't say of course. Like, dude, we just were in New York. We fucked like raccoons. Like we were crazy. <laughs> Outdoors beside Outdoors, a garbage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's New York. You fuck everywhere. That's the whole part. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. Alleyways, I, garbage cans. I don't. Okay, maybe you were in a different part of New York. That. Uh, oh. Yeah. What well, Victoria was holding up the number the six. We gotta. We gotta wrap this up. But okay. we'll, we'll come back to it in, in, after our uh, after our interviews. Our Victoria and I were arguing about Russian gays. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll okay. talk about that in the soon. Right. Uh, but we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back from the break, we'll go to our first interview with Kelly Taylor, a comedian from the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. On anything goes. Guess which host says there's no shame in sleeping in a minivan. This is Anything Goes. Hey, this is Victor Lucas from Electric Playground and Reviews on the Run. You're listening to Anything Goes on XM Radio. They now have the same number of Tour de France trophies as Lance Armstrong. This is Anything Goes. All right, we're back from the break, and we're going to go into our interview this with is, Kelly this Taylor. This is the week, we should say, yeah, this is the okay, week of, this, this all right, is the were week. you going to get to that? I was going to okay. go to you. Uh, this is the week of August 7th for Anything Goes. We're now going to cut to an interview with Kelly Taylor that we taped live at the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. Both myself and Dave didn't know Kelly very well. Uh, it was uh, very I enjoyed the interview quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's uh, we have a good chat with him. Yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't know him at all. He comes. If I probably were to meet him for the first time, he comes across a little jockish. Well, yeah. But he probably is. But he seems to be self-deprecating enough in, in this interview that he's not that, so jockish. That I probably yes. would watch his act and be like, okay, well, this yeah. guy's. Uh, if you look at him, he looks like an alpha male right. hockey player jock guy. Right. Yeah. But he yes. also, uh, yeah, he was putting himself down a couple of notches yep. that I would be like, okay, well, he's probably a little loserish on the inside. Right. And that's where it counts. And that's what we like in our comedians—a little loserish. Well, on the you need to be that. I mean, yeah. I don't want to guy talking about how hey well you, hey watch me throw a football and bang some chicks and I'll do some jokes right I don't I can't relate to that yeah. guy you it's like some... watching a hot chick say she's ugly it just doesn't make any sense well yeah she has to say that you know she has vaginosis or something like that right or yeah. something for me to relate yeah, to yeah of course because I have vaginosis yeah. Yeah. But anyways, let's go. We'll go to Kelly Taylor. This is Kelly Taylor. Here we go. Kelly Taylor. Kelly Yay! Taylor. Welcome to the show. Oh, good to be here. Kelly Taylor is one of my favorite uh, comedians and human beings. How's that for bad timing? My drugs just got here. Now I'm <laughs> oh, on air. Brutal. Uh, drug dealer's going to have to He's wait. He's not going to get a tip. No. On air. Sorry. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> do, you have to, do you have to go down and meet him? Well, no. Uh, He's just going to hang out? Oh, do I, I'll tell him the room number. Just tell him to come yeah, up here. Sure. Okay. Tell him yeah, to come bring, up here. bring the dealers in. Yeah, okay. The door's open, isn't it? Yeah, tell him just to walk on in. Yeah, come on in. Yeah. Get on up here. Uh, now, every time I hear a story from Kathleen McGee and you, it always involves alcohol and some kind of crazy adventure. Someone being naked. Normally, it's just you. Yeah. You did at the Funny Fest Festival once, which is probably one of the first times I saw you. And just so everyone knows, Funny Fest is the Calgary Comedy Festival. It sure is. Yep. 
type of festival. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I remember you went behind the curtain for like 10 minutes and you were just like talking into the mic. I think you were a little under the influence of alcohol. And then you came out naked with your penis tucked between your legs so it looked like you had a vagina and you stood there for f- like f- what felt like five minutes saying Finkel and Einhorn Finkel and Einhorn Finkel and I am like I love this guy this is the funniest stuff uh, and and it's not that nobody in Canada knows but you live in Saskatchewan yeah so mm-hmm. you don't live in the and hub everyone's of- like oh so Saskatoon no, no no north Prince Albert yeah that's it you live in Prince Albert Saskatchewan and uh it's I feel like you're one of the most underrated Canadian comics because everyone sees you and they're like, he's so funny, but he lives in Prince Albert. And then I go back into my hole. Yeah. I'm in and out. Yeah. And you have a huge, like you did, you do a lot of colleges in the States. Like you're very successful. Those aren't that fun though. That's funny when you say that, Finkel. That was my first closing bit I ever had uh, because I was like, does anybody like impressions? (laughs) And I was like, here's my impression of Ray Finkel as Lois Ihorn, but... Now you like I retired that bit because no. people be like, oh yeah, I'm totally onto my Ace Ventura. Yeah, that, <laughs> that shows right up there. No way, that's hilarious. I love that's one of my favorite bits of all time. <laughs> but I don't know. So being uh, from uh, Saskatchewan, you must have a lot of flyer miles. Like if you're doing a lot of colleges, you're flying in and out quite a bit. Oh right? yeah, I had uh, elite status. That's unbelievable. Whoa. Elite status. You, yeah. In Winnipeg, Toronto too. You go in the, those rooms and it's uh, hey, get in here. Hey, come oh. on in. <laughs> this is, uh, the first time on the show. Oh, we, this, uh, is the know, guy, this is uh, the coach. Yeah, baseball coach. Then the baseball coach. He, he right. has a really great uh, weekly room here on Wednesdays. What's your room called, Wednesdays? Uh, stand up and cheer at the cheer. Stand up All and right. cheer at the cheer. So I just plugged you. But now we're going to keep talking Thanks, about buddy. Kelly Taylor. <laughs> we'll meet All up right. later. See ya. <laughs> Cheers, Take guys. Care. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know what He's got saying. awesome shoes. He's got Bo Jackson shoes. Bo Jackson? Not right now, but oh, okay. in real life. <laughs> this wasn't real life right here. No, this was fake life. This was a Memorex. That's right. But um, So you have a cool story. You used to be a hockey player. Yeah, but I wasn't a good hockey player. Like I was, It was just, uh, when you have like American agents, they see things and they'll be like, I played like senior hockey, which is no league. They love like a story. A hundred bucks. Yeah. So they try to bill me as that. Like you get a hundred bucks a game. They're like, ex-professional hockey player. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, I wasn't a professional right. hockey player. I was yeah. like, uh, I played like a senior with old men and we drank after the game. She's like, well, you got paid for playing, right? And I was like, well, yeah, it's a hundred bucks covers your gas. That You got paid. That's professional. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. You can't use that. But you tell them don't use it. And, and the next do. gig you go to, Bill is like, it's an old professional hockey player. And I come <laughs> over like, so what league do you play? The absolute worst gen- junior league you can play. Junior B. Like you-, <laughs> you were junior B. <laughs> yeah, like the worst league you can play. That's right. hilarious. Okay, wait, though. You were a goalie, right? Yeah. And I have a theory in life that goalies and drummers are the weirdest, say, most yeah, fucked up right. people in the world. Because <laughs> my brother played hockey from when I was little till like forever and Always, the goalies on his team were so weird and fun, just, though. But funny, funny, weird dudes. That's what I always. I think the other people are weird because they're not giving her as much. Come on, <laughs> we got one life. We might as well drink and not wear clothes. Now, is, it, is, it, is it because you don't have to skate as much, like physically, and that's why you're able to get drunk and party and still do your job the next day as a goalie? I think so because that's what I. The only reason I became a goalie, people are like, oh, why'd you? Because I couldn't cross over one way without my ankle going wonky. Right. I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll probably play net. There won't be too many. 
many crossovers <laughs> going on over there. And plus, you know, whenever I've heard, I know guys that make a, I'm not a living, but a, a substantial income in Toronto because goalies are hard to find and even pickup leagues and they'll get paid to do it. Oh, yeah, because... Oh, like the team I play on back home is everyone pays like, hey, you pay your $550 fee. And I, yeah, I don't have to pay at all. Right, And right. then you go to other teams' call, you're like, hey, you want to come out? Uh, not really. Oh, I've got a case of beer here. Well, I could probably come out for a little <laughs> yeah, bit, right, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, you like, you like being naked. A lot of male comics like to get naked. Um, My wife doesn't like me to get naked as much anymore. But you know, it's not like you get naked to have sex with you. You get naked because it's funny. But did you do it before <laughs> you met your wife and then yeah, she came she into the know, picture? She so should, she should know, better. know, right? Yeah. yeah. It was there beforehand. To... It's not like you married her and like, fuck, now I got to get naked somewhere else. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was a time, too, where I was running as hard. Like, she knew me back then when I was running as hard as I could at the leg, streaking. Right. And I was, it, you ever run? And then I started, this car came and it kind of startled me. Like, its lights came out and everyone was behind. And then I started going down in the ditch. But you ever, you know, when you run full speed and then you get a little bit of downhill and like sure. a gravel and just wiped out as hard <laughs> oh, as I could. Oh, naked? And, yeah, and just uh, scraped all Did you get over. like burns on your, like, no, it, you, on cause, your dick? No, because when you do it, you kind of you wipe out and you get that area. Yeah. That's oh, not yeah. my God. The crease is fine, but yeah, everything else, yeah. <laughs> I did that on a slip and slide, too. I went down and someone pegged a slip and slide down with a nail. Yeah. And I slid oh. down. But you kind of got your butt up a little bit. Oh. And then it cut me from here and then it stopped and then went like that. Oh, <gasps> uh, skipped your vagina. Ouch. Oh, my God. And then I've got the worst story, speaking of actually yeah, getting you caught. Yeah, really you story. I know this story, but... Oh, I was uh, in Saskatoon doing the festival there, and I had a comedy show in Th- uh, Thunder Bay the next day. Okay. <laughs> and it was the day before Game 7, Bruins, Vancouver. <laughs> so I know it, it, it's, uh, it sounds ridiculous that this happened. So I drink till about 4 in the morning, and I got to fly out at 6.30. And the other comic I'm with, we're at a guy's... Um, House, because okay. that's, that's how we roll. Hey, sure. Oh, why, yeah. why, why would you stay at a yeah. hotel? Yeah, sleep in a basement. I get it. <laughs> exactly. So, guy who owns the house, another comic, he's in his room, and we're in a bunk bed, because obviously you're a comic. You're not with your... Oh, you're, big time bunk a, bed. You got, yeah, you got a kid that you're Who was Burton? Who was Ernie? Go ahead. <laughs> so, the big comic, he's about 260, so he gets the bottom who on the top comic? bunk. Stu. Oh, <laughs> you're supposed to Stu. Who yeah. Stu Hughes is yeah. a legend in Canadian Western <laughs> Calgary comedy. Not, yeah, he's not even a legend, but he's there. <laughs> yeah. So I no. So I wake up at the top bunk. I'm still mildly hammered. Like, oh man, I'm gonna get to the airport. And no one wants to jump off a top bunk when right. you, you don't even want to get out of bed when you're regular. Uh, I don't know. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> oh, you're gonna so die. You know where oh, you yeah. go to, so the ladder is. It's meant for little kids to sure, get off, absolutely. so you can squeeze down. So, so we're bunk beds, but you're sleeping <laughs> enough. Yeah. So I'm too big to come down the bunk bed. So, but I don't want to jump off. So right. I put my, like the ladder kind of uh, comes up, you know, it has a top yeah. part. So I put my foot on a rung and I like gingerly go to just slide off and try oh, to get to the floor. It snapped. I went from barely awake to hanging. It went and caught my nutsack. Oh. And I'm hanging like this. And I can't reach I can't reach back. Straddling the ladder. By my balls. Yeah. I went from barely awake to like, oh my God, I'm hanging on this thing. I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. And like, I'm trying to shake myself off. Oh, I can't. oh yeah. So the only. The only way to get off this is doing a face plant, which I'm welcoming at this point. Right. Like, your, let's get off this. Your testicles are stuck. Five feet in the air face oh, plant. Oh, yeah. And, just, and then my chest hits bang. And then he's like, oh, what the hell's going on? <laughs> the, other, the other comics in the other room like, hey, what the hell's going on over here? But he just thinks it's comics being comics. Oh, man. So Wait, You didn't even go to the hospital. No. So what I did, I was like, okay, so I'll check it. And he's like, what's going on? What happened? So then I put my hand in my underwear. And I pull my hand out, and it's full of blood. I was like, are you kidding me right now? I was like, I got a flight to catch. So I was like, I I can't go to the hospital. I don't have time. 
So you got I, a maxi pad? Oh, pretty much. <laughs> really? <laughs> what do we? Uh, I was scared to get sticky to paper, so I think I put a bunch of Vaseline too. Right Split and, my sack. Okay. And then uh, so. <laughs> no, then I had another kid after that. Oh. <sighs> it made Jeez. it more fertile. <laughs> so then I went to the airport, and then uh, I land. It was game seven. I landed in uh, Thunder Bay at about five o'clock, and then I was like, "Oh man, the hockey game's starting in a half hour. I don't want to miss Game seven of the Stanley Cup." Right. <laughs> <laughs> my balls are bleeding. I have a. I'm having my period right now. That's a man thing. Yeah. So the uh, guys who are we don't have a show that night. We're doing like a, a sports celebrity dinner. Jim McMahon's coming in the next day. So I'm in the day before, and we uh, all go to this guy's house at running the celebrity dinner. And I, I don't know. I didn't, never met these guys. I want to come off the plane like, hey guys, how's it going? I rip my nutsack in half. <laughs> so I go with them. We go to this house. We watch. Um, we watch Game 7 and that. We drink, party. We end up at like at a nightclub. Like I'm on the D floor dancing. Right. It's about 3 in the morning. I was like, hey, guys, uh, I got to tell you something. I ripped my nutsack in half. I think I need to go to the doctor in the morning. They're like, oh, yeah, I thought you walked a little weird when you got off the plane. <laughs> I was like, okay. So we, we go back to this guy's house. We have a couple of post drinks. Like uh, shut her down about 4 or 5. We wake up at like 8. And uh, the guy I was with was awesome. Like drinking like... More than I did. It was all. He's like, you couldn't even get booze at that time in the morning, unless you went to like. It had to be a Greek or some sort of restaurant, and then you could only serve like brandy or something. I've never even drank. And I was like, okay. So we went there, drank in the morning, picked up Jim McMahon at the airport. What a beauty this guy is. He comes in for lunch. We pick him up to go for lunch, and he orders two beers immediately. So I was like, I'm probably gonna like this guy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so then we're sitting. We have this big lunch, and then after lunch, I was gonna go to the doctor. Uh, then the one guy calls me over. He's like, hey, this guy wants to talk to you. And I was like, I thought it was just someone from the committee. And he was a doctor. And he's like, well, tell him what happened. So I tell him what happened. He's like, so how many centimeters is your laceration? And I was like, well, I don't know. I didn't bring, put a ruler stick down there. Right. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. well, it's probably too late to do anything. I'll give you some um, antibiotics. And then I laughed at him. I was like, can I still drink with these? And then he started laughing at me. He's like, it, it looks like you're not going to stop. And I was like, okay, you're right on that. <laughs> so he gave me some pills. Ended up doing the show that night. Uh, fly back to Saskatoon, do four more days of the festival in Saskatoon. You still Dr- had not seen a doctor by still then? Still had not seen a doctor. And you then, probably were like scabbing oh, and shit man. down there. It was, yeah, my calves got huge though because I was just gingerly walking yeah, all yeah, the time. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking yeah. about a calf workout. You'd be all bruised and swollen, yeah. <laughs> so five days later, I got home and then I was like, okay, this isn't getting better. I better go check this out. So I went to the doctor. And he was obviously like, are you serious? You didn't come in. How long ago did this happen? Because you got two options. One. Uh, Lose your nuts. <laughs> you can probably wait maybe three weeks to a month and it'll start to feel better. Or he goes, I can get the scalpel out because it started to heal. I can re-scrape it out, which my hair's on my arms. Like, oh, man. He goes, and then I can sew you up and then you'll probably be better in about four or five days. I was like. Okay, as bad as that scalpel thing sounds, let's uh, scrape that out. Let's do it, right? Yeah. Oh. So then I'm on the table, and then I'm kind of I'm having a good time. I'm laughing, and then he starts laughing. I was like, oh, you've never sewn up someone's nutsack before? And he's like, no, I've never seen anyone shin sweat that much. <laughs> <laughs> there's that tissue paper that was off there. Oh, yeah, that you're on top of? Yeah. yeah. And it was just just soaked. So it was like you didn't. he didn't give you any, like... Drugs knock you out or anything? No, it gives you uh, a needle. Yeah, they freeze it, needle. They freeze yeah. it, right? Yeah. yeah. And then it's like a little pinch. And then after the freezing was done, it felt like someone had a lighter on my nutsack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. 
Dude, I, mean, I had a vasectomy that went wrong. I hear oh. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then guys are like, oh, man, so did he have to shave your balls? The beauty of the story is shave my balls the day before that happened. So I was like, so, yeah, there's yeah. anything yeah. Good that Good came out of that. I had beautiful so, yeah. bald balls. He loved your bald balls. <laughs> yeah. Don't you just have one ball? Didn't you get it? Oh, yeah, injury? and I crushed my other one. Well, the thing is that you, now you have probably a scar. You should get a tattoo over that scar to I hide do. it. Like some kind <laughs> of zipper? Uh, yeah, like, like, like a, a zipper. zipper. That's what you should get. <laughs> I You've had a lot anybody, of trouble with your balls in your life. Yeah, I took a slap shot and crushed my other nut. And yeah. lost it? That's how you lost your other no, nut? Well, the, it's there. It just looks more... Uh, oh, mushy, like, like a raisin now, over like there. a crushed yeah. raisin. <laughs> and I brought Ouch. my Blackberry because it has the picture of my nuts. But I, who, who has a Blackberry charger anymore? Nobody. Well, no one. What what is a BlackBerry charger? What what's special or? I think it's a say, it? it's a it's a multi. Uh, I have one for a Vic Twenty. It might work. I should mm. go downstairs. Hotels always. They have always them. do. That's the best yes, place yes, to get a phone yes. charger. I've done that before when I wasn't even staying Lost in a hotel. Found. I've gone to the hotel front desk. I'm like, hi, I'm staying here. Um, do you guys? Uh, I left my iPhone charger, and she's like, oh yeah, we got like six. I'm like, sweet, score. Oh yeah. yeah, I do that as I'm coming in for their free continental breakfast. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nobody knows. There's so many tricks about iPhone charger. There's so many tricks about being a comedian like oh. that you learn along the way, and it's like things that you can do. And I just do it now because I need to save money because I don't get paid very well to do comedy. So I almost have a thousand hotel keys at home. Oh, wait, oh, those oh yeah, cards? yeah, oh, the cards. Yeah, yeah. And then, like you, they don't ever, they don't ever look at your thing. But yeah. sometimes I always feel like they're wondering, like, who is this guy coming in the front door, going straight to breakfast? So I always just have it carried with me, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm at the Hampton Inn for sure. Just lay it on the table as I'm going to the buffet. Yeah, Hampton Inn's got a hot breakfast. Yeah, it it's the best. And the ones with waffle makers are my favorite. Hey, you stayed at the James Hotel in Saskatoon? Yes. Did you have that breakfast? No, I, you know what? The, the we missed, we missed the it's first insane. one, and then the next day we had to leave. At, it didn't start till 7.30, and we had to leave at 7, so I missed it. So I think I'm doing the Great Plains Comedy Festival. However, Des has not emailed me back, but he's not a very good communicator at all times. But but that hotel was amazing. It's so You get nice. a cupcake when you check in. Yeah. Sometimes you get a great hotel, and it's like, okay, I don't mind if I'm getting paid $20 to do this gig. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. I have a nice hotel. But, yeah. I did something that it sounds like... Um, Urban legend, right? Or something from urban like a myth. Mo- or, yeah. yeah, urban yeah. myth. Or, but it sounds like only in movies, and I did it last night. <laughs> we, met, we were having a party, and uh, it's a comedy You could have referred to it as the party room, but yeah. it was like Just K. Trevor let's, Wilson's let's get room. Some, some so there is a party room. That was room, K. Trevor right? Wilson's room? Or it was, it no. was someone's room. It's it someone's room, but oh. it, they purposely kind of created it as the after party. The yeah. guy every oh, year okay. always has everyone back to his room once the bar closes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So everyone, look, we did our taping last night of the live show, and then, of course, Dave. Dave and Kathleen get really fucking hammered. It's a festival. I, I know. I mean, yeah. I'm painting the picture. Yeah. I want to paint yeah. the picture so you don't <laughs> sound so bad. You get really <laughs> fucked up, both Dave and Kathleen. With Dave, whiskey, too. With which whiskey. Is bad for me. And yeah. Dave gets, like, really hammered. Him and Rob Pugh get into a slapping fight, which the video's on Facebook. Dave gets slapped. It goes down. We'll put it up on our, our, uh, our, our, our Facebook group page. page. Yeah. And uh, Kathleen just, just starts screaming like this. I was that kind of drunk. Just fucked like, up. <laughs> and Dave called her. Uh, Dave called her a cocksucker. Did and, you? Yeah, I don't yeah, remember doing yeah. that. No, you walked by her. She was <laughs> hugging a guy, and you go, you go, hey, cocksucker and client. That's what you said to the dude. She <laughs> called K. Trevor Wilson client. Okay, yes. I now I oh, now remember you do remember that. that. Yeah. Why did you call me a cocksucker? Because you were hugging him weird. It looked like you were giving him head, but you were just resting your your oh, you head in his lap. In I'm a cuddler. I, you cuddle. I cuddle was, with. People that yeah. it's it's nothing sexual. I love the Anyways, hug and hold. I leave because once the slapping starts, I'm fucking out of there. I leave, and then this morning I go to breakfast with Kenny Robinson, and he says to me, "Now you can start your story." Okay, so I don't know what happened because 
I was drinking vodka all night like a good person. And then Rob Pugh had whiskey. And so I'm like, yeah, whiskey. And I was chugging it out of the bottle. And as soon as I start drinking whiskey, there are two things that will happen. Either A, I will start crying. Or B, I will black out. And I blacked out. Or both, like last night. <laughs> did I cry? A little bit, yeah. No, when did she cry? Uh, remember, we were, I said, yo, you're crying. Yeah, I'm crying a bit. When did I cry? Uh, at the bar. Really? Yeah. I don't not like not like oh my god! That's you're the like, beauty of the blackout. You don't remember crying? You're, you're, you're so just, awful! You're I just hate getting teary or something girl. about something. Tuned? Uh, no, you're just you had a little, like a little teary and you just walked away. or oh, something. Oh, probably because somebody was asking me for the hundredth time about my border issues, and I'm getting. Oh, like, right. I get okay. upset when I have to talk about anyway, it. Anyway, so you, you go. So I was like, I got to go back to my room, I guess. I don't remember getting back to my room. Right. But then the next thing I remember is I'm standing outside my hotel room door in just panties. and With no room key to get with back no in. Room, and I don't know how I just got there. And I'm knocking on the door <laughs> yeah. as if somebody's in there to let me in. And then I'm standing there like just in panties. And I was like, I'm not going down to the lobby. So I guess I... <laughs> I then I remember just like running down the hallway, holding my boobs and laughing my ass off. So if anyone opened the door, they would just see this yeah. chubby girl. Like, and naked. just so everyone knows, we're like at a high end hotel. This isn't like some <laughs> fucking motor inn. This story will get even better when I. This is not like a motor inn. This yeah. is not, you know, one of we're the top hotels. Fairmont. We're at a Fairmont. At a Fairmont. And, you know, you, you expect a certain level of class. Okay, but not listen. a girl running down the hall at three o'clock in the morning holding her tits. So then I like, I go back to the room. I'm like, please, I hope they're still partying. And I knock on the door and Kenny Robinson opens the door. He's like, Damn, what's going on, McGee? <laughs> standing there holding my boobs. I'm like, I need a robe, and I need someone to go down and get me a room key. <laughs> so they went and did that for me. And then this morning, I checked into the Fairmont on Foursquare, and I said, I'll try not to lock myself out of my room wearing only my panties today. And then I, <laughs> I guess it tagged the Fairmont Hotels, so then the Fairmont Hotels just tweeted me back. <laughs> oh, did they? By the sounds of things, it's been quite an interesting visit so far. <laughs> <laughs> But if you're having a comedy festival, you have to expect yeah, shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm yeah. so excited that you're here. Me too. And what shows are you doing this week? You're doing uh, which gala are you doing? The making babies. Oh, okay, Since right, I've right. You're got, good at that. How many yeah, do you I've have? Got three and another one. Another, another one? one coming anytime right now. Wow. So I, Shut I could up. actually be gone tomorrow. Like, sorry, I can't do the gala. Are making you Mormon? Babies. What are the ages of coming. your children? Eleven, six, and three. Oh, okay, and so we're brand similar. New. I'm done now, though. Done. You're gonna, did you, did you're you gonna get a vasectomy? I didn't even want this fourth one. Did you get just, a vasectomy? No, not yet. Are you going but to? But I careful. probably will be barreling away on my wife after this child for a little bit. Be careful. That's a month ahead. We all know that. <laughs> be very careful with the vasectomy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because Darren, Darren. Well, has don't a lot do it kids. yourself. Just get a professional. Well, no, I, I go to the same doctor that you had your fucking scalpel thing with. Eh? Just pay him an extra ten bucks on yeah. a case of beer, and he'll cut that cord for you. That would be amazing. We don't have to pay for vasectomies, do we? Uh, no. Okay, no, good. vasectomies are free. Really? Well, they are in Ontario. In Canada, it's like Oprah. You get a vasectomy, and you get a vasectomy, and you. <laughs> but you get have a to. I don't know how it is in Saskatchewan, or Saskatchewan, but you have to justify in Ontario. Like you have to go to a meeting. Oh, you have to with your doctor, and you yeah. all have to say, "Is I got three kids," and I'll the guy nods at you. I'll bring my kids, and they'll start it. Right just, there. That's it. Yeah. yeah, they just nod at you. Three kids. Okay. Yeah. So do you just say, uh, "If I have a fourth kid, I will molest it," or something? <laughs> like just make it. Yeah, sound that, awful. that'll probably help, and you'll then get on some kind of watch. That's good. <laughs> that's true. Some that's list. True. Yeah, but then yeah, I don't want to molest my first three, but just the four, if I have a four. <laughs> yeah. that's I didn't want this fourth one. I told her it was all on her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> It'd be funny that if you just told your wife, you're a single mom for that one. <laughs> you're on your own for this one. I mean, I got the first three, but good Lord, lady, yeah. I'm not going to take a fourth. I'm not paying for this one. This, yeah. one, this one's up to you. One. Yeah. You wanted this one. This was yours. 
Do you? Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Do you have a picture of yourself on stage with Beverly Mahoon, who's a Canadian oh, yeah. country singer, and you're lying on stage in your underwear, which you like to do. He did that at the Rocky Mountain yes, Comedy yes. Festival in yep. front of Darren, as yep. Darren did his act. Yeah. You've laid in the fetal <laughs> position in your undies, but um, I I thought that picture was photoshopped. It, it looks fake. Like it's on I'm, your Facebook, right? On my no. It's on uh, your Twitter. Twitter. What's your Twitter? Tick Taylor, T I C T A Y L O R, no yeah. K on there. Yeah, F the K's. Yeah, F the K's. But um, but like, if you go and find it, because you look at it, and it looks like because you're like lying there with your head in your hands, and like you look hilarious. <laughs> well, that's the, the thing is, she's not even losing a beat. Like, no, she's, she's, she's got like, her arm up, and she's just like nailing this song. This and you're part. lying there. Na- Where was this? In uh, Phuket, Thailand. Why are you in Thailand with Beverly Mahoon? Uh Mahood. Mahood. Oh, excuse uh, me. <laughs> we have, I was doing a. Uh, Canadian forces, the Navy was oh, porting okay. right there. So it was sailors, which uh, I started off the. Sh- I started off and I was like, "Oh, I'm drinking with these guys. It's it's awesome because you go there and there wasn't. Sometimes you're worried and you go a long ways. Like, oh, should I be clean? I won't really want to offend, but it's sailors. Yeah, yeah. yeah so of I course. came off and I finished this one joke and for the joke I chug a beer. So I chugged this beer and as soon as I finished, this sailor comes up. And they give me another one. Then everyone starts chanting, chug, chug, chug. And I was like, wow, I don't want to disappoint, eh? Yeah. Say, They're putting you know, their life me. on the line. Yeah, you can exactly. at least fucking These chug a beer. Guys, right. You yeah. appreciate the most. So I was like, Bleh. Sure. And I chug it. And as soon as I finish. Then they threw heroin up on stage. And you're like, well, fuck. And another one comes up. And they're like, chug, chug, chug. Oh, my I was like, God. Well, come on. Really? Yeah. So, Bleh. and then I hammer that one. And I was like, okay. And then immediately after, this guy brings another one. It's a Heineken. I was like, come on, buddy. Fucking don't drink Heineken. Smart. up. And then they started laughing yeah. at him. And I was like, Oof. I had to do like a half hour. I had seven beer bottles littered yeah. on the stage. And then at the end, I guzzled that Heineken. And then uh, later when Beverly Mahood's on, she calls me up to dance. And I'm already in my underwear. And I dance. I can't dance. So what I do is I dance as hard as I can for about a 45 seconds. And then I'm just absolutely Then you want to lie down? Yeah, just high kicks. <laughs> That's amazing. And then I just shut her down and laid on the stage. And then... Yeah, it, it looks like I'm Photoshop. Like well, that's like, the problem with on. any picture now. If, if any kind of crazy thing happens, everyone's first reaction is, oh, that's Photoshopped. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't happen in the 70s. You know, you, when you got a picture developed, it's a real fucking picture. Nobody yeah. like, that's Photoshopped. Ever since Forrest Gump, it's everything. If I knew how to yeah. work Dropbox, because I'm not very good on computers and stuff, because right. everyone from the tour, they put in these Dropbox and you could get pictures. But that one picture was... Uh, like Beverly Hood's um, husband manager, he sent me the one, but I'm sure he's got a bunch. I'm sure he's oh, yeah. gonna take the one. Oh my god! How so do you if get... you guys teach me how to do Dropbox, like... I will teach you. I don't know I didn't what know it what is, that but Foursquare thing you were just talking. Oh, about. I'll figure. I'll teach you some it stuff. It was Tyler who started me at Twitter. At oh yeah. Winnipeg, and I was like, oh, what's this thing? Is it it's getting? Fine. And yeah, and now anytime I'm drunk, you're never drunk by yourself. If drunk you got tweeting Twitter. is the best thing ever. Oh yeah, you it can is, tell yeah. when I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. Kelly just fired off 10, yeah. 10 tweets. Yeah, who's drinking? Okay, well, we're, we are almost out of time, but we do want to push you have a website. What's your website? Oh, yeah, that's another thing I'm pretty brutal at. Kelly you don't Taylor. have one? No, kellytaylor.biz. Dot biz? What the fuck? I know. B-I-Z. You got some kind of pyramid scheme you're working on the side? No, Meyerhawk sent me up because I was going to get one. This guy was like, yeah, 2000 bucks. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to pay 2000 bucks. And then Meyerhawk's like, oh, man, I'll do one for you for free. Yeah. So he he sent me up for this one for free. Right. Which, uh. I don't think, it's, I don't think it's top drawer, but yeah. that's like my website. It's like really poor, but it's like an Apple put together. But yeah. at least it's something. It I, you know what, what you want to do with it? Now that we said that, I'm gonna I'm gonna update it today because I've got a show. You should. Sometimes you should. I'm always scared of 
putting shows on because you put your, all your shows the and then you get other comics just like, hey man, how'd you get that gig? Yeah, hey man, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just want to ask you how you got the military stuff. I really want to do military stuff. I think I would. Oh, be so sailors, awesome on that. sailors, and I and nobody will give me a chance. It's so annoying. I did I Afghanistan with uh, like Peter McKay, the Minister of Defense, and oh, Shut what up. a beauty! Yeah. Are sailors really as foul-mouthed as everyone That's what because I did the other ones, and they had, like, the high-ranking generals. And my first show I did kind of felt awkward because I didn't want to come all the way there. And they're just like, who's this piece of shit? (laughs) So I kept it kind of clean, and I was like, that wasn't really me. That didn't feel right. Like That's always the way on those military. The first show, you, you go clean, then someone's like, hey, you don't have to be so clean. And then and by then the I, end, you're like fist-fucking a nun. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and then the one we did, it was like an impromptu. It was at the Canada House. Like It was mm. no high-ranking officials. And just there was just, it was just like, um, just a rank like and regular. Yeah. yeah, it was just an open mic with some Canadians yeah. singing things. And then uh, one guy's like, get Kelly, come up here. And I went like, Overboard. I was like, okay, what's the dirtiest stuff I yeah, have? Right. And then it was like beyond dirty. And these girls came up after, like, you can't talk about that. We haven't had sex for eight months. And you're <laughs> talking about finger and rubbing my cut and getting it right up there the right way. And I was like, oh, okay. And then Peter McKay had heard about my how dirty the set was. And then we were flying to uh, Oman, Oman, this other country. And we were going on the ship, the Navy ship. He's right. like, hey, I want to see that dirty set tonight. These are sailors. And then they have a padre, which is, what's that? like? Priest. A ri- yeah. yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. guy from MASH. Yeah. yeah. So he was on there, and I was like, we got a padre, but he's pretty cool with it. So I finished my show super dirty, and it was the best show out of the whole lot. Yeah. And then a guy comes up to me after. I don't know, looked like a regular guy. just comes up. He's like, hey, that was great. And I'm the Padre. That's amazing. So I was like, oh, and then he threw okay. holy water on you. And, <laughs> yeah. and then I, only, dr- I was like, well, put some vodka in it at least. <laughs> I wish people would just start understanding that they just need to let us be funny and yeah. it'll work. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And on that note, that's one to grow on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kelly Taylor. Thanks for coming by. We appreciate it. Up, like it's all wrapped up. A nice little moment. There we go. A very special on. episode. A Teddy Rock's fit ending. All right, that was our interview with Kelly Taylor. When we come back from the break, uh, we'll do another interview with David Pride. as Anything Goes for the week of August 7th. The Mayans loved our show, and they're never wrong. This is Anything Goes. Hi, I'm Todd Barry, famous American comedian. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on XM Radio Canada. When all you get is gift cards from the liquor store on your birthday, assume your friends are telling you something. This is Anything Goes. All right, we are back for the break. This is Anything Goes for the week of August 7th. Uh, my name is Dave Martin. We're in the studio with uh, Darren Frost. We just had our uh, chat with uh, Kelly, Kelly Taylor, Taylor from the Winnipeg Comedy Fest. Now we are going to throw to our interview with Montreal's own David Pride. Who's got a very kind of, and just so you understand, a stand-up. He's a very kind of dry, uh, quieter comedian. He's not a very high-energy guy. Uh, very intelligent comedian. He's done the gala just for laughs a few times. So uh, it was a very interesting conversation. And we tried to take him down. I think we lowered him down to our level a little yes. bit. He got a ca- caught in the crossfire of uh, both Kathleen, Darren, and myself. Uh, mm-hmm. at, a, at a certain point, he kind of was looking at all three of us going like, what the fuck am I even doing here? Because <laughs> we started to yell back and forth. And, like uh, we do, yeah. Yeah, I think there was a 
Well, yeah, there was a, an, an interview that where one of the guests was sort of like, come on, you're cutting into my time, you and right. Darren, when Darren and I were arguing back and forth. Yeah, and that's what we do. Um, but, okay, here we go. David Pride, David Pride, very funny cat from out of Montreal, Winnipeg Comedy Fest. So uh, you just literally got here uh, today, right? Or was uh, it yesterday? I got here yesterday around, yeah, like, like 5 o'clock in the evening. So, right. so I feel fresh here. Okay, good. And uh, you're doing a gala. What's your, are you the regional gala or the parenting? Uh, this one's the parent trap. You're, you're doing the parenting one. So yeah, so all jokes about uh, about kids, right? That they will hold against me twenty years from now. Yeah, it's uh yeah this this is this festival's paying for my future therapy bills. <laughs> okay, and uh, you have how many children? I've got two. Two. Yeah. And how old? Uh, I got a five-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl. Oh wow. Okay, that's a handful. Yeah. And are you done, or you think you're gonna have more? I think uh, we're done. Right, um, but it's in the it's it's in the realm of possibility uh, by accident. Okay. So and so no yeah no <laughs> no measures no precautions have been taken. Right. But uh, but just yeah. remember one thing: two of my children were born on the pill. So when it comes to accident, <laughs> they actually but, rode in on a pill. They were born. <laughs> <on> the <pill. laughs> yeah, they came out on a giant pill. Yeah, yeah. this on, didn't work. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You know. You know. It's something that's always funny to me is like whenever then they always do this with like uh, women that p pose in Playboy and sometimes with comedians. Dave right to Playboy. No, I'm just how you work that. Okay, in. there okay. might be more to what I'm having to say, but they always say, but they say this to comics and like like even like women that like pose nude and in porn and stuff like that. They're like, aren't you worried about like when you know your kids find out about oh, what right. you do? They always say that to like women who are in like uh, the adult film industry, yeah. and they say that to comics, and they're like, oh, what if your kids hear your act? And yeah. you're just like of all the horrible things. Yeah. I could possibly do, and then to have kids, and I think like You're telling a couple of jokes uh, at their expense when they're young kids, it's probably not one of the worst things. Yeah, mommy, why is that man hiding his fist inside you? That kind of oh. thing. Uh, no. Pride. I didn't think that fisting would come up on yeah. the David Pride interview. Yeah, this is early on. This is early on for, for the Pride interview. Yeah, fist reference. Up. Dave said, "Playboy." I jumped to fisting. Yeah. That's the show. Whoa. I always, I like how you asked, um, "Are you done?" Because I'm having children. Because I, I always like think like animals never have the choice. They just have no, to they keep don't. Bre breeding. Yeah. Because well, they don't know. Because you know why? Because yeah. they don't have to pay for their kids. <laughs> there's right. never like a puppy. Uh, there's never a dog that looks they around going like, kids, "Oh my so god." I guess it is more like a money making. Well, because yeah, they, they're well, not humans. Are, do animals get menopausal? How does, I don't even. My aunt's dog is very cold and very hot, uh, quite often, and she's an How older do you dog know? lady. Because she tells us. <laughs> <laughs> the dog does. The dog does. Oh, <laughs> No, wow. because uh, I mean that be that would almost be funny if like dogs were like I can't take care of eight kids. How am I going to do this? Yeah, yeah. They don't have to go to obedience school. There's no. They haven't. They're not. Right. When we always think of like, are we the smartest creatures Six on the planet? Because sagging. We've figured out a new way to not like each other. Of like rich and poor and cats don't know. Of like, oh man, I wish I could live indoors. David Pride is sitting here looking you like, uh, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I even I here? Thought I was into <laughs> talk about myself, about my kids, maybe a little bit. No, I'm, we're going to talk about animals. No, no. Am I a guest on the show or just like watching three people yap at each other? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the reason I asked if you're, if you're done, because at five and two, it's such a handful. Most parents go, oh, I don't know, I really. But then when yeah. they get to nine and like 11 and they kind of take care of themselves a little more, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, okay. I thought you meant like nine and 11 kids. You, no, I was like, no, holy eight. shit. I meant September 11. <laughs> yeah, nine, 11. <laughs> and I think so I can't bring another kid in the world. Anymore. Yeah, but you Those know what I mean. Like, it, it's not so much having to take care of them as much. Yeah, no, I could, I can already see kind of because because now the other one's almost out of diapers or whatever. But I can almost see the kind of uh, 
the kind of, oh, like you kind of miss, oh, they were so cute. But I can kind of see how people get lulled into having more. Right. Because they kind of miss it. Cause, yeah, cause, the cuteness factor falls off a bit, and you miss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then... Hopefully they could create a human that always stays cute. Wait a minute, that's me. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or, or like some <laughs> kind of mork for pork <laughs> thing where they get to a certain age and then go backwards in time. Like, a Benjamin like, Button uh, yes, yes, turnaround. Yes. That's uh, the like, more common uh, kind of a, reference. Yes. Yes, the more, that movie is mork interesting. That Benjamin Button's... What's that? <laughs> yes, it that? is. No, it is. It is an interesting movie. Well, that's what said. It's very yeah. interesting. That's very interesting. It, 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 raises, it raises interesting questions. Very yeah. interesting questions. And you know what? That Forrest Gump was interesting, too. Yes. And the Lincoln movie. Astrophysics kind of is interesting. very interesting. <laughs> a Brief History of Time is pretty interesting, too. And how do I know that? My too. aunt's dog talks about <laughs> astrophysics, but gets very hot and cold. <laughs> when my cat blinks twice, that means that that's interesting. And if it blinks three times, I should change the channel. <laughs> No, I'm. It, it isn't. If a Kathleen is correct, Davis, yes. don't you think? It's very interesting. It is. It, Benjamin Button's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> just a. Let's just start listing off things of, that are can interesting. Can we submit this to the Canadian Comedy Awards? Yes, this episode. Because I've never yes. laughed harder in my life, and we yeah. deserve a fucking award. Just yeah. don't pee. Don't pee. Yeah. Yeah, don't are you pee peeing? Now. It's I know, okay. I, you can pee. I just peed just pee. before. <laughs> Poor David Bryant. All right. I wish we'd get back to fisting. Let's, yeah. let's learn more about David. It made more sense. It made more sense. Now, uh, you're, you live in Montreal, and one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you is because we don't get to Montreal ourselves, and you don't get to Toronto very often. Is that due to just because you have kids? Or I know you're doing a lot of other things like acting and writing and or stuff like that. Or do you like hate that. Toronto? Or oh. do, you, do you hate Toronto? Oh, where to begin? No, uh, no it's, it's a lot. I think a lot. The traveling is cut, yeah. uh, cut way down. So, uh, so yeah, that's why. I, I, but, I mean, did you travel? I mean, my when I think of you, I don't think of you as the kind of road dog guy nah, back when you were younger. No, nah, it would maybe be like a once a year sort of. Yeah, uh, like a trek. And, you that, know? and that would be, you know, three or four weeks. To, that was uh, right. That was out of my comfort you zone. Came out, you came out to Edmonton when I first started because I remember you're one of uh, probably the first few comedians I ever saw. And uh, you're still one of my favorites because I, I just remember how funny it was. Thanks. Yeah, welcome, it, it was interesting. Yeah, the West Western Tours. It was very interesting. It was. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Western Tours. <laughs> yes. And sandwiches, Western oh, yes. sandwiches. All right, all right. But I remember your googly eyes stuff. I loved that was the best. Do you still do googly eyes? <laughs> no. No. Uh, yeah, oddly. Yeah, having kids made me outgrow the Muppet material. Darn it's a weird it. It counterintuitive thing. And one of the other things I remember is uh, I remember being at Just for Last. I think it was 2005. It may have – no, it wasn't because I was there shooting something. I wasn't doing the fest. But you were doing your first gala, I think. And mm -hmm. I think you, got, you swore on your – they let you swear. I remember that very succinctly. You got to swear on your gala, right? Actually – I, I swore, but I don't think I ever got to swore. I think I just kind of you just went did it. All, I kind of did it anyway. But it stayed in, didn't it? Um, the, the swear word. I think they, they I... actually they put it, they put the bit on a like a it, 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 there was never a proper just for laughs airing. Of, oh, of were that. you like one of the lost tapes? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> that too. that like happened it, to me too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Indiana Jones went looking for. <laughs> yeah, <it>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Was, oh my God! What is this art. tape? It's very interesting. Let's put it on television. Well, I've seen. Yeah, if I saw a tape of Darren set, my face might melt too. So, yeah. <laughs> just like in the first movie. What swear word was it? Yeah. Was it like "damn it" or? It was. No, a, it, was, it, was, it, was yeah, yeah. it was the swear word. It was the swear word of all swear words. What is we that? we can't even say it anymore because yeah. the building we'll would lose collapse. Our license. Yeah. Uh, but what it was, was fuck. It was, was fuck. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But what was the bit in reference? It was the British kids. Yes. Yeah, and so yeah, it's a build-up of where I see the British kids playing in the. And then uh, they're so uh, proper and prim and proper that I, 
I uh, it kind of builds up, and then I scream, "Will you shut the fuck up?" Right, right, right. For the release, he's using the word yeah. as, as a perfect. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I did try. You know, you get the gala, and you try Will to you shut up. You try to yeah. work. Yeah, you try to work on your clean TV version, yeah. and it just never no. was. It didn't make sense. No, because it, it it is the idea of the building up of the proper yeah. needs the, the word fuck or because I mean I guess it could still work but it doesn't work the same. Yeah, it didn't work the same. So I thought oh, I can bleep. But I remember this. watching that going, you know, uh there's so many uh dirtier comics are like, "Oh, I can I can do a gala." You know what I mean? I yeah. I don't have to say fuck. And then a guy I see who's normally traditionally seen as clean, I'm like, "Did he just say fuck?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just said fuck. Yeah. And it's like you know, everybody else is like, "I think he did." Yeah. 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 I guess I underestimated what a Scandal! It was the power of fuck. Scandal, but just it was like it's like okay, maybe things are loosening up around here. Yeah, no, the the producers' reaction suggests they weren't loosening up after the fact. Yeah, but uh, anyway, we always have those lost tapes. uh, Yeah, well, is the bottom line. But yeah, I I think they were trying to call. Were they? Was it? Any point where they actually called it the worst for, of Just for Laughs? No, that was a different show. That was? That was, they, they actually a did a show of? called The, the Worst they did, of, yeah. And Brian Regan's famous clip of him restarting the show over and over again is on that. Well, you, well tell that story, because uh, Brian f- Regan fans were like, what? Yeah, uh, for, yeah for American Friends, uh, Brian Regan uh, did his, uh, his first TV gala at Just for Laughs. Uh, leading up to that, there was a lot of, not hype, but a lot of um, kind of um, heat on Brian Regan. It was almost kind of like this was going to be his kind of explosion into television and, and really kickstart his, his career. His Beatles on the Ed Sullivan moment. Right, right. Okay. So it was very important to him, and he wanted to make sure he did a great job. And he came out, and the audience just wasn't kind of there. So he asked if he could restart his you know entrance, and he did it. But then the next time he came out, the audience laughed too much off the top, and it wasn't really realistic. Mm-hmm. And then he we can't do that. We got to do it again. I think it restarted like three or four times. Then the audience just kind of shut down. Yeah, yeah. I did hear though that that was like a bit that he's done before, and every time he comes back out, the audience keeps laughing again and get higher yeah, and higher. Yeah, it, used to, it was a bit, and but the audience at JFL didn't, didn't get it, it, and they right. thought it was just like, oh, he really is starting again. <laughs> yeah, and then oh. and then no, it, it was, just. Sorry. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be like a sideshow Bob Rake thing where, where it just, just happens over and over yeah. again. Right, right. And the audience was, yeah. It was supposed to, to get funnier and funnier, but then they were sort of like, oh, he really is screwing up. And Well, the thing is also the gallows at Just for Laughs, and, and even at any festival, generally isn't packed with 900 or 3,000 comedy fans. It's yeah. packed with a lot of, you know, some comedy fans, some kind of tourists. We're going to a TV taping. You know, we're going yeah. to a TV taping. So they're not going to get the idea of why is he com- coming back? Oh, it just it's funnier every time. Yeah, you can't get too meta. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you, I know you released one CD so far, right? Yeah. Right. And any more plans for anything more like that? or? No, I never uh, – yeah, I, I always found it weird selling them. I, I kind of don't have plans to, to release another one because just that, that after uh, after the show. Oh, right, okay, yeah, at that point, moment, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, so people, some don't want to watch – get ones and they put their hand yes, up and walk by. Some of you, yeah, some of them are a bit – uh, like yeah, do, like the kind of uncomfortable or yeah, it's just. Uh, I just heard. Kinda... Um, you did you did you always have a price for your CDs? Um, you mean like you a... say like it's twenty bucks and that's it, or ten bucks, right? Yeah, well, yeah, like uh, yeah, that's the other thing is is that pitch that on stage yeah. pitch. I never. I like, heard we that... have to kind of say what what you're doing. I've never had merch, but I think I'm doing a CD, and I think when I get the CD, I think I'm going to do the donation thing because I know some people disagree with it, and some people think it doesn't work, but. I mean, I've seen comics that do it, and if you have a great set, people will throw you 20. I saw a guy throw 50 bucks, and he's like, yeah, I liked your set. It's kind of a way for an audience to tip a comedian. 
Yeah, no, that's oh a, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's there, so, there's definitely that that aspect to it. Instead of um, just setting a price, just say. And maybe there are people who thought you were hilarious, but they just don't have the money. But you know, you still want that because those are the people that are going to pass your CD around. Be right, like, you right. have sure. to listen to this. So I just I don't. Would you do donation or would you do? That would be. A, I mean, I'd I just think it would out. work. But I mean, I, I do also see how comics can get a little bit uncomfortable, and there's that ego part. You don't oh, want to yeah. get in the way because it's sort of like. Like, yeah, you just saw me as the sort of rock star up on stage, and now I'm here asking for... It'd be but, nice if they set up, like, a, a booth or something like that, yeah. and then the but club hired also, someone to sell stuff for you. That's also but, a Canadian thing. I guarantee, Like, I've worked with oh, a lot of American yeah, comics. Um, One of the best comics I've seen with merch, and uh, when he was at the comic strip, he sold all of his T-shirts. It was, just, it was crazy. But it's Ari Shafir, because he says... Come and get something, whether you're going to get a grinder, a T-shirt, and then take a picture with me, even if you're not gonna take a picture with me because i think that i know there's comics that are self-conscious but it's also like these people want to meet you and they they appreciate what you do and ari is such a huge fan base because he's really good to his fans i think that but well, I, I think that's like an like an ari thing i know it's more of an american thing but i it think that's an american spe- thing a lot of american i just like i mean i just remember patrice o'neill always quoting and just saying you know you don't see van halen out outside the show <laughs> afterwards yeah. trying to sell their own shit and i mean i i get it and but i mean but ari comics might, aren't rock stars well no, but then it's Comics, well, I think we can be, be more whatever we want to be. Than a yeah, but uh, we, yeah, we are more approachable because we're just David Kathleen show. Yeah. <laughs> no, we are more approachable because we're just telling jokes and stuff. But uh, and people think everyone thinks they can do it, but not everyone thinks that they can play guitar because they've never tried it. Everyone thinks that they're the funny enough guy in the office that the possibility is big. Oh, I think a lot it. of people think they can be a rock star. I, I kind of like last time I was in Toronto when I like I found when I didn't sell CDs, like we just chose not to. Um, then I, I would sort of became much more relaxed and casual. Yeah. I actually interacted more with audience members. Yes, of course. Because I was just kind of circulating with a, you know, with some. But I, I, that's another thing. I, I don't like that being trapped in the, uh, in the, you know, at your table at yeah. your kiosk yep. and kind of not having the freedom to move yeah. around. Have you ever been in the bathroom and you've after a set and then you an, an audience member comes in and says, "Oh, that guy was great," or that. Guy sucked. Oh, that happens to me all the time. That's happened to me. Yeah, before. probably. I, uh, yeah, I thought you were gonna say like, like sort of get caught in the bathroom. <laughs> have you? And, uh, <laughs> Did you have a story for that? And a no. penis comes hole through a hole in a wall. <laughs> oh, yes. uh, is it a glory Listen, hole? I wish sign we... this. <laughs> yeah. I sorry, the show wasn't as good. <laughs> God. Yeah. No. Nothing but, like that. The short answer is no. I like that. I like that little pause though. Of, no. 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 This is going to air. No. <laughs> but um, uh, I've had that on the metro, like in Montreal. I remember, like I have a, a great show, and then no, no, but just just then stump like having people after the show, like having good chats about them and talking about yeah. comedy and what mm. you're doing and where you're gonna be, and then and then you know riding like bumping into them on public transit. Transit, like it, it takes a bit of the, yeah, the glamour the off of it. Off, yeah, yeah a well, little bit. I've been on tour with Darren before. I think when we we're in, uh, I forget who the third person was, but when we were in uh, St. John's, and we all went to the Sobies together, and there were some people from the, that were at the show the night before, and all three of us are shopping at once. Then, and then I could remember hearing as these people passed us, "Oh, look, they're all together from last night." <laughs> I, I, uh, and I just felt like that exact same. It's thing like they're, to they're, me. they're bird watching, or something like, "Oh, <laughs> maybe they the do everything for me." I think yeah. I think we were having like the three like MC headliner middle or we were all having like uh, breakfast on a deck or something <laughs> right. yeah. and the same thing like the yeah the, the crowd was, oh, hey, we were a good show last night and they're all like oh isn't that a 
That's adorable. Or well, something like that. There was one time I was in a Canadian Tire, and uh, someone uh, I was talking to a guy about like uh, just shit for the inside of the car and stuff. And then the guy was like, uh, "Hey, you know, you sound a lot like a guy on a radio show on uh, XM." Then I was sort of like, uh, "I actually, I, I am that guy on the show. Anything goes." He was like. Oh well, where are the other two? And he was immediately like he was looking for like Kathleen, and he was there. I was just I'm just here on my own, and he kind of looked at me like, are they are, are the other two okay with that? Like I was like a lost eight year old of like yeah, yeah. oh, so, the band broke up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was on a subway once in Toronto, and this guy came up to me. He's like, oh my god, he's, I know you from somewhere, and I just about said, oh, you might have seen me at Yuck Yucks, and then uh, he goes, you at my Starbucks. I'm like, yes, I do. That's, that's I absolutely and do. Penis came through a hole. <laughs> Yeah. I know that the gym was a, another weird one where someone said, "Hey, I think I've seen you at Yuck Yucks." I was like, "Yeah, well, let's okay, let's wait until we're out on the floor." And you're sweating less in the gym. Why yeah. is that? Yeah. yeah, I thought you would have been bigger, but um, so uh, are you doing a debaters this week? Yeah. Uh, what's your topic on debaters? Uh, fight versus flight. What's the better instinct? Oh, very interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Who are you doing? Who are you doing <laughs> that one with? is interesting. That is interesting. Um, Erica Sigurdsson. <laughs> okay. She is arguing for fight. I am arguing for flight. I think for the firing line, you should slap her. Just say which one. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't see it this coming. This is how I really feel. They yeah. won't see it coming. Yeah. It, it might be. I think Steve Patterson might be like, well, why are you getting out from behind yeah. the podium? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah, and then I'd just be like, see? That was a bad instinct. Right. You'd yeah. rather have me yeah. flight That's than fight. That's hilarious. Yeah. That would have been, I would like, do you, is it one of those debates that you have where you're sort of like, <laughs> I can see from both sides of it? Because I'm like, yeah. there are moments where I'm like, I should just get out of here. And there's moments of like, oh, well, maybe I should stick around. And, and, but, but like, it's, it's are you funny. Are you talking about physical fights or even verbal fights? I, I think probably. Or any kind of fight. Well, I'm, I'm kind of big. Doing the angle of like violent fights because okay. that's well that's my ang- I'm sure she'll be like right, uh, I mean, confrontation. Angle. Yes. My angle is that yeah, violent like hitting people is okay. wrong sort of thing. Um, you could take the subtext of it could even be just an argument. Either stay in an argument or get out. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's easier. That one's too reasonable though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, You've so got to go to extremes. I yeah. want to frame it as right. damaging and and destructive as possible too. Well, I want to thank you for coming by. Next time you're in Toronto, we'll do this a lot longer. But uh, have great shows in Winnipeg, and uh, see you soon. Okay, thanks very much. All right, yeah, thank you, dear. Thank you. All right, that was the interview that we did with David Pride from back in the uh, Winnipeg Comedy Festival sessions of recordings that we did. Yes, and uh, well, that 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 pod is almost empty now. We're almost uh, completely empty of all the interviews we did uh, until it's next months. until next week uh, when we have uh, I think a few more interviews. Two more, from, and uh, then it's done. Yeah. And th- well, it's almost done. We might have one that'll be a podcast uh, bonus feature right. later on. And uh, and that, that's it. That's it. That so, is the show. Uh, so until next week, uh, we'll have a couple more interviews uh, with comedians. Thank you for listening. Uh, I don't have any really big shows to push, but my next DVD is uh, going to be coming out on September 1st, uh, Emotional Terrorism. You can go to ComedyHorror.com for more information. And I uh, will be out in the East Coast of um, Canada for uh, both playing at the St. John's Club and the Halifax Club. Uh, come and check me out there. Uh, come up, say hi, give uh, buy me a beer, and, uh, and we'll... <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll be good. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's it for this week. That is it. Take it easy. That's it for this week. Anything Goes wants to thank Victoria for producing the show and George Westerholm for the music used. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Comedy Whore at Dave Martin World. Download new episodes every week on iTunes. Join the Facebook group and follow the show on Twitter at Anything Goes Hot. Anything Goes hopes you laugh, cry, and learn something. Come back next week. 
And until then, take it easy. I'll say something about how I was on the Warden Now show, and we'll, and we'll be just two seconds going into the Cheryl Cowden thing. Okay. Um, you start this one, or you want me start it? I'll start it. Oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. This one. All right, that was the episode that you just heard where we uh, chatted with. Um, oh, was it uh, was it uh, Kelly Taylor and, yep. and who was David Pride? And David Pride. Uh, and so these are the uh, add-on uh, segments for the podcast. Yes, bonus bits. Bonus bits add-on. Oh man. Uh, and um, oh right, in this episode uh, we have uh, Cheryl, Cheryl Cheryl yeah. Cowden. So yes. she uh, I. Don't know much about her. Did not know th- much about her. We either. did not know much about her when yeah. she came in the studio. Sure, she is a uh, a peppy, um, yeah. uh, interesting yes. lady. Yes, and uh, we have uh, a conversation with her. Yeah, and enjoy our, it. And our old friend uh, Christina Walkinshaw is uh, um, with us in the studio. In the studio. Yes, yes. for the gold. Uh, here we go. everyone we're back from the break and joining us in the studio is comedian cheryl cowden is here with us today how are Hello. you doing cheryl how's everybody doing we are we're doing good. well um so uh i've don't i haven't don't <clears throat> haven't known you very long for only about two or three years yep. uh, from you know going to different venues in toronto and we ran into each other at spirits which is a comedy venue in town mm-hmm. and you had a very interesting story about growing up in the 80s and the 90s yes. and living in toronto so we wanted to bring you in and talk about those those golden era of uh, of Toronto, and because your father was a famous broadcaster, is that right? Uh, not necessarily a broadcaster. Okay, he actually was the. Uh Vice President of Sales at Rock 95 for 25 years. Wow. Yeah, as well as uh, that little, lovely little radio station, um, uh, Q107. Yeah, yeah. All the big it. rock yeah, station. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never actually uh, had to pay for concert tickets uh, my entire life. I actually uh, just started it two years ago when my dad retired. And uh, found out that uh, tickets are a little more expensive than they were back in 75. Yeah. Well, shit, yeah. <laughs> Fucking right they were. <laughs> $12 won't get you anywhere these days. No. Oh, no. Wow. Well, what, now, uh, he was uh, the president of sales at Rock 95. Now, what has that, what's that, did that become Q107? No, actually, it's a wannabe Q107 up in Barrie, okay. Ontario. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. uh, and then so he was head of uh, and then how what was the Q one hundred seven connection? I'm sorry. If I, oh, the Q one hundred seven connection. Um, we're talking about uh, twenty five years ago. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he just he just retired a couple of years ago. He uh, had enough. Uh, he made enough money and uh, decided to buy a bar. <laughs> I was, What's I, yeah. I, that's, that works for me? I was hoping it was going to be a comedy bar, but no. So uh, you're doing comedy now too. Yeah. And how do you yeah. like and, and what made you want to get into comedy? Um, well, people were actually getting me to do like MC jobs for, you know, uh, parties and, and weddings and, you know, crap like that. And they were sure. pay- paying me in beer and, you know, muscles. I like still get paid in beer. So. I like getting paid in beer. It's, you know. I'll lot. take it. I'll take whatever payment I can get <laughs> exactly. at this point. They're paying me. I'm, I'm grateful for that. The fact that they're actually giving me something. Yeah. 
to make the people laugh. So uh, yeah, I uh, I I've been you know putting on shows for the family over the years. Being an only child, you know, you kind of got to entertain yourself. So now, I've I, been doing that. For I a have while. a I have a quick question because I sure. I know that this doesn't happen very often anymore, yeah. but. Uh, uh, and it, it was a sort of a thing, and I don't know if it was a, probably more of an '80s and even '70s thing that where you would actually get stand-up comics that would open for bands. Yeah, actually. Now, how yeah. did like did you do you remember going to um, see any old I concerts? Do actually, remember going to see a concert uh, at um, I think it was the exhibition for it was the Jake Isles band. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, first, yeah. Uh, first yeah. Yeah. look at the purse. Yeah. Uh, Jake Giles um, band, and then was there and a, and a comic? Yeah, there up was for a comic that opened up for for uh, the Jake Giles band. Can't remember for the life of me who it was. Well, sure. that's, the, that's the tragedy of it's, comedy. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, who the fuck was that guy? That just Nobody just ever remembers our names. They're like, oh, that blonde girl. Right, it was this little black fella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it a little black fellow? Was it Willie Tyler or Lester? <laughs> I think yeah, it could have been. Yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, That's I guess all the, I remember. Well, I guess depending where your seats are, it could be a, a, a well, big like, black fellow could look like a little black fellow. It could have been. You're right. It was like fifth row at the back. Oh, kind of little fellow. He yeah. was a little fellow. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I'm, a lot of people might not realize this, uh, but, I mean, you know, back in, in those days, it was like uh, like comics. Well, Steve Martin was probably one of the few guys yeah. that could sell out Maple Leaf Gardens. Oh, for sure. And doing just his, his stand-up act. Right. Now, I don't know if he ever got bands to open up for him, like Rush or something yeah. like that. No. But, uh but there's like a, a classic the story that I've heard about, like uh, when Mark Breslin opened up uh, Yuck Yucks on Bay Street mm-hmm. um, back in the, I guess, was it the 80s? I'm not sure when that club opened up, but I know that like Jimmy Walker was the headliner that opened yeah. up that club. Yeah. And, uh, um, and Steve Martin was in town that same weekend uh, who sold out Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah. And um, but I mean that's I always think that's a, a you don't see that anymore as no. far as like uh, uh, comics opening up for bands in big venues like that. I think uh, I think they should uh, come together. Yet again it does still for, happen though. You'd be yeah. very surprised in Not America. As much as, like, Eddie and them like during one of those concerts at the ACC. Yes. Eddie yeah. and Trevor and yep. Tricks they all did oh, comedy right. in between yeah. all the acts. Yeah. yeah, but in America it happens a lot more yeah. because it doesn't count. Uh, in America they still have the big casino tours like right. the right. casino markets, yeah. and a lot of those will have like you know a '70s band, which is a perfect setup with a comic opening during 20, 30 minutes. There is quite a big scene in America of those kinds of gigs. We just don't see them because we're used to like you said bigger venues or we don't have that same kind of culture. Culture of the casino tours, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've I've heard of like as uh, well, I know uh, Christine Von Hagen, friend of the show, who's been on before. Right. I once right. uh, drove Von out Hagen. with her, and she opened up for the Temptations. Right, that's, that's what right. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Cool. someone, someone like that, yeah. Uh, or like a, I know like a Aretha Franklin would yep. always get uh, like, like comic a Paul Anka, yeah. someone that's not like a big huge giant rock band, but it's more of a kind of softer kind of performance. And yeah, yeah. so sense. wait, if you guys could create like a show, which like would, would there be a specific comic to go with a specific band? Yeah, would you see a comedian no. like like never works. It never works. No, okay. So if Darren, if you what had do you mean don't... Never I mean, but if you could if like it could seek make out, it work, seek out a proper like a comedian that would just fit opening for that band, or a band that would follow a comedian. And right, they, like their 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 points of view, or somehow it's like back alike. in the day, yeah. the Headstones asked me to open for them on one of their oh, last right. tours, right? Yeah. And I right. said no, flat out, because I'm just like I know what their fans are. They yeah. want to see a rock show. They're not there, you know. They may have good intentions, but it just right. doesn't work. But if like I could say, never open up for Megadeth. But you know, <laughs> Rouse has done a little bit of that in Europe because oh, yeah. it's a different culture right. that they're there for the whole show. Huge over there. But if I could make it happen, sure, you know. 
public, either public enemy <laughs> for <Yeah>. me. <laughs> I would. I don't know if I would book you for a public no. opening up for a public enemy. No, but I would love to either be that or the Sex Pistols. The Sex Pistols would be. Yeah, that would be good. Okay, but so, but uh, yeah. as far as a band that exists Something today really that today, you could open up for, I don't think there is one. I no? think I could open for Kesha. I'm just saying, I have some dirty <laughs> material. She has some dirty material. Yeah, what about you, that. Dave? What I, are... I think at, at one point I would have loved. Actually, well, Beck, I would if I could That's go on. Yeah, if I could yeah, go on and back. do. And also, I don't think. Well, I mean, I guess Beck does a lot of festivals still. And if I ever could have opened up for the Beastie Boys, I would have done that. Yeah. Because yeah. I know the Beastie Boys used to have like the ultimate Beastie van would come out and introduce them to the stage. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, oh man, if I could be that guy, that right. would be super cool. Right. Um. But then again, uh, there's so many bands that have sort of cleaned up their act that uh, I don't know if if you're looking to still to party. I right. guess the Foo Fighters would be good to open up for. But mm. then I think I would worry about just getting like yelled at and you well that's all it's gonna be and you don't want people to be like no I got my jokes let me tell my bits and <laughs> well it's like you know what big, we had Big J Okerson on he opened for Corn right but you know he can handle himself and that audience also it's not like you're gonna go to a Paul Anka concert get heckled and you go hey fuckface yeah. you can call someone fuckface <laughs> at a Corn concert right you can't do that at the Temptations you know what I mean <laughs> you're in trouble if you call someone the fuckface at the Temptations well and also I think too Jay Big J Okerson looks like the kind of guy that would right. hang out with Corn and yes. You know, he looks yeah. kind of like the guy. I think it's when he part. comes out on stage, it looks like he could be carrying a speaker, and he's just one of the roadies. Right. And then he breaks out in jokes. Right. Like, I don't know if I if people would see me and go, like, oh, he's a Beastie fan. Well, let's listen to him. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, they would probably look. Would you dress like a in a Kesha outfit? I would oh, still yeah. just be myself, but uh, I feel like Kesha would be fun to go on the road with. But I also like to open for <laughs> Pink, because Pink is, like, she's cool, and she's outspoken, and yeah. the words to her songs actually, like, make sense. But um, I, I think uh, not that I don't like Kesha's "Party at a Rich Dude's House." I like those lyrics too. Right. Those They're lyrics different. make fucking sense, man. Yeah. <laughs> lyrics do make sense. I think I want to go on the road with Skrillex. Sometimes, right? Yeah. With sometimes Skrillex? there is. You open for with what? Who? Skrillex. What's the, what are they? You, got, you guys aren't into no, the whole man. dubstep thing? Come no, on. No. What is this? 2012 no. or 2013? Dude, you know when you open iTunes and there's <laughs> a talk? If you're going to say what year is it, get it right. That's right. Okay, yeah. sorry. That's a big I'm still, mistake. I'm still it's 1993, like, isn't there it? There we go. Just yeah, so you know yeah, about me, like when you open up your iTunes and there's that little column down the right side that says top 10, that's yeah. what I listen to. Oh, okay. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> that's... That's me. Pink. Yeah. Try. That's it. No. Oh, yeah. What? Uh, what is? What was the band that you just you said? Cricks? What? No, Skrillex. It's I, like it's dubstep. It's kind of like that Morphe kind of techno. A lot of noise with no instruments. There we go. Like oh. dead mouse. Oh. Like yeah. Dead there you go. Like dead oh, mouse. I like yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So dance to that. party yeah. music. All right. Yeah. Well. I don't It'd think those people would be into comedy either. Their, their music <laughs> I, doesn't have words. Yeah, their trying music to, doesn't have words, and now you got words being thrown yeah, at you. Yeah. Trying to climb out of a K-hole <laughs> the whole time you're setting <laughs> up your fucking say that. Nope. What, uh, now, what Fondest memories of concerts? Uh, um, you... Fondest memories of concerts. I can honestly say Did I... Did Led Zeppelin ever try to put a fish inside your vagina? Yeah. No. Okay. I'm actually, I'm not old enough for that. Stop it, Darren. I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, aren't you hungry, girl? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, dead Fish. But you must have saw some crazy stuff yeah, in the I 70s did. and 80s. Yeah, yeah. Backstage? Um, yeah, a couple couple backstage. I, uh, like back then, it was like the boom of metal, man. Like yeah. you must have saw a poison get sucked off or something. Uh, well, I, I, I saw a girlfriend of mine. Actually, we went and uh, did the uh, ACDC concert one night and... Uh, 
we got a little backstage action from behind. And, uh, she did, not oh. me. I was actually, I was the one. Did driving. she come on the show? Uh, um, I think she's dead now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyhow, uh, yeah. We'll the party, we'll the party to got then. to her. Yeah, um, from the grave. The uh, now what? Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but any any crazy backstage stories? Well, anyhow, getting back to the ACDC, yeah, uh, yeah, the ACDC story. I uh, was uh, talking to the drummer, and uh, he's you know chat with me, saying, "Yeah, you're you're a pretty nice person. What the hell are you doing with these skanks? You know?" And I'm well, you know, the skanks need a drive home, so I'm right. I'm the skanks driver. Thank you very much. And uh, then uh, my girlfriend Jamie came running down the hall, screaming, "I had sex with Angus!" And yeah. And did you get her yeah. to a hospital immediately? Yeah, we did. <laughs> did you set her yeah. crotch on fire to disinfect <laughs> she was, it? She was... Uh, and she then she was, got dressed in her school uniform? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she was in emergency for about a week. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so that was that was some fun times. <laughs> and then and, and I always had the theory that I, I would go to just about... Is, uh, is there any concert that you, Christina, Darren, would you not go to? Because I think I would just go to just about anything. For free? If the, free, if the yes. tickets were free, I would go to about anything just because... Uh, Paul Anka. Uh, I would yeah, go to Paul Anka. Sure, just I, to I see who the heartbeat. crowd was yeah. there. In a yeah. heartbeat. Right. You know what? I had to, For one year, I was on that shitty show, Gutterball Alley, and it was sponsored <laughs> by House of Blues. Actually, it was two years in a row. So we got free tickets to everything at the amphitheater, unless it was sold out. And even then, we still got a couple tickets. Yeah. So we saw everything. Like I saw every, like Deep Purple and Leonard <clears throat> nice. Skinner. Oh, we saw Judas and, Priest. Yeah, we saw Judas Priest. And yeah, you got in for free on that, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. Poison and any band that was coming through. And I, I, not once. Was there a time where I'm like, I wish I didn't come tonight? Every show had something, especially when it was free. That even paying ten bucks for a piece of pizza, who gives a fuck? You got in for free. Yeah, exactly. It was, yeah. it was, it was showbiz. Free and it was fun. And you can I leave. love you concerts, can... <laughs> man. I love them. And you can leave anytime yeah. you want. That's no, well, the, the last, right. the last concert I went to um, was actually Judas Priest last year. At uh, the ACC, a girlfriend of mine actually uh, invited Rob me. Rob Halford, or <laughs> well, sorry, actually not me. Uh, my friend uh, was uh, into uh, guitar player Glenn. Yeah, Glenn, Glenn Tipton. Yeah, Tipton. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, she apparently uh, rolled around the hay with him back in '95, right. and uh, she had this delusion that the man's still in love with her. Right. In 1995 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was yeah, exactly. the was the ram it down to her. Yeah, exactly. You he rammed it down. Your friend sure rammed it down. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Good times at Paula Puck. Anyhow, uh, yeah. So she uh, decided to drag my uh, ass down to the concert with her. That must be hard for groupies to shake off that, that yeah. it's just your one, one bump on the road for... Well, that's it. And I tried to explain this to her, you know, being the friend of the groupie, not the actual groupie. But how Let's often get do you have to straight. talk them down? I mean, your job is to wipe their snatch, have the wipes, <laughs> take them home, <laughs> hug them the next morning, go, it's going to be okay, it's, it's okay. Their head. Judas Priest still loves you. Yes, they're going to love you when you wake up. We yeah. promise. Right. Yeah, not not quite. Wow, dead mother to the whores. Was yeah. that hard to shake off? Well, she, she actually, like I said, she was in uh, total total tipped in denial, and uh, she went as far as spending uh, I think about two hundred bucks on uh, bedazzling a leather jacket. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. I was going to say what did <laughs> Whoa, she bedazzle? Where is this going? Yeah, 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 like, I, yeah. She and she made leather underwear. Never mind. Anyhow, so uh, yeah, she had to share I, with everybody. I don't see what's the big deal when it comes to groupies and what, I mean they. You love a musician if you want to bang sure him, enough. go ahead, bang him. Oh yeah, him. Sure enough, yeah. But you know when you're a single mom and you've got some child from a person who doesn't even know the child exists, and you're looking for a baby daddy. Tipton's the kind of guy that you're, you want to, you know. 
Hooked Are you just saying to. your friend had Glenn Tipton's baby? Or? <laughs> no, she tried to pass the baby off as Glenn oh. Tipton's baby. Oh, yeah, yikes. Yikes, that's Ouch. right. It yeah, sounds so very I, young and the restless. It, it is. Speaking <laughs> of the yeah, 80s and yeah. my yeah. 80s obsession. Well, with all the like, yeah. social media and all that shit, I'm sure it's like it, it's harder to be, or uh, it, it's probably easier to find the musicians if you think that you got knocked up by exactly. one, or even oh, yeah. creating a scandal <laughs> like that. Because now that's it's true. just, it's, it's, uh, it's probably not as easy for musicians just to be like ah no. oh no one's gonna remember her dude I just <laughs> I just twittered I had Rob Halford's baby and I got three people from TMZ <laughs> calling me they're calling me right now just another venereal sure. wart on the uh, on the cock of a musician so <laughs> exactly and then, and then, so you yes. went when the, when the uh, the concert tickets died. So and... no, actually, we ended up going okay. to the concert, and yes. we were like fifth row, floor center. Three hundred and fifty dollars later, I realized I'm at a babysitting gig. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. She decided liquor and pills were her flavor of the evening, unbeknownst to me. And uh, yeah, so uh, she threw herself at the stage and was asked to leave twice. And uh, didn't. I, <laughs> I, I have a confession to make. I have a confession. Uh -oh, here to we make. go. Okay. Well, you fucked this up catching Brody here. Come on. No, this is so dorky. Okay, so after my comedy shows, I saw these little books in my tweets. You yes, see the I've seen them, yes. So um, I was too shy to, like, okay, I was at the Aerosmith concert last month. I was too shy to actually, like, give my book to Steven Tyler. Like, other girls were giving, like, roses and underwear, and I just wanted to give him this little book. So, like, I don't know. Like, right when everybody kind of left, I just kind of threw it on the stage. <laughs> nice. Yay! Did and you that's how Steven Tyler followed me on Twitter. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but you I would love for that. No, but that uh -huh. would have been that was the goal. I met Sticks once. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I met Sticks when Lawrence Lawrence Gowan was the lead singer of Sticks. It was in Hamilton, and the one guy had big hair and a big mustache. So when I shook his hand, I said, "I loved you in The Lion King," and he fucking just looked at me like, <laughs> like I was a motherfucker. I don't know if I don't know if Steven Tyler is nice. Steven Tyler on Twitter. I don't think he is. Yes, he, he is. I follow him. Oh, is he? Okay. His staff is on Twitter. He's not yeah. personally. Yeah, on Twitter. probably yeah. not. Come on. I didn't think it he'd was be on a powerful concert. I didn't I, think he'd be on Twitter. It was a powerful. Concert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you said stop that your shit. mouth. Okay. He, and you know what else? Concert. You know what else? When he said, Jamie, get a gun. He, he meant it for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. The power. Um, he did sing. Crying when I met you. No, here's what I like about Aerosmith, and I saw Bon Jovi two times, and we we'll again this year. Bon they're good. Bon is fucking powerful, bon man. He is powerful. They're huge. Powerful. Those are nostalgic yeah. concerts. Those yes. are concerts that you watch, and your whole life fucking flashes right. yeah. before your yes. eyes. You're like, like oh my rage. god, I forgot about Born to yeah. Be My Baby. I was in grade nine. Oh my fucking god, right? Like Rage Against time. Machines. Yeah, I saw them in the garden. That's too hard. Put me down on a bed of roses and fuck me powerfully. That was like you fuck me. That was a dance. Like no, if you dance to if you dance with a guy to bed of roses. You, you, yeah, that, like, was that was a that hot was dance. It. That yeah. was exciting. You had to pick a good guy yeah, for that yeah. song. You're getting you something on like, your dress at the end of that night. <laughs> you would, yeah. You wouldn't like dance with one of your B-list guys baby. to Bed of Roses. That was like only for your A-list of crushes. B-list crushes got other slow songs, you know, like yeah, on yeah. Vogue and stuff. But yeah, they're not powerful. Now the A-list crushes yeah. you had to have for your Bon Jovi Fine. ballads. Jesus. I know. Bon Jovi. Well, if, if Steven Tyler, I yeah, yeah, fuck it. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say I don't think he's on Twitter, but when he found out, he couldn't uh, chop it up into lines and snort it. So. <laughs> yeah, anyways, all right. The, well, uh, we we have to wrap it up because we're uh, we're at the twenty minute mark here. So, if people right. want to get hold of you, Cheryl, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Um, Comediatrix dot com. That, oh, right, yeah. You have to spell that for our uh, listeners. Comedy 
C O M E D Y. Yeah. Like you looked in the air when you said that. R I X. Yeah. Oh, comedy. Okay. Yeah. There we go. It's really good if you know how to spell your own website on the first go. I just like signed up like last week. <laughs> and still getting used to the name. Right. Yeah. For me, it was like when I, a comedy whore, H-W. There we go. Fuck, I, I keep fucking that up. Comedy whore. Is there a W yeah. in land? Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right, so great. All right. Yeah. Comedy, comedy. Uh, Atrix. Comedy yeah. Matrix. Comedy yeah. Atrix. Comedy yeah. Matrix. Comedy, yeah, comedy Matrix. Actually, there is a comedy Matrix out there. Oh. I, I found it the other day. Comedy Matrix. Yeah. If, I, if I owned me. comedy Some Matrix and I found out you owed comedy Atrix, I think you might be trying to steal my thunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Like your friend tried to steal Glenn fucking Tipton's thing. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he ran. He saw her and I he ran. Did. All right, we wrapped this up the other way. Starving. Thanks for having me, kids. Right, thanks. Uh, you got to go thanks eat. Thanks for going on, Cheryl. All right, honey. Yay. I'm going to be uh, around town. You're going to be around? Yeah. Um, Von Hagen's on at Spirits on Wednesday. But like I said, I'm trying to detox all week. All right, that was the uh, the little uh, segment yes. that we had with Cheryl Cowden, and um, uh, what else can we say? Uh, thank it you was, for uh, it happened. Uh, it, it happened. It definitely happened. And, and uh, 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 we'll uh, thank you for listening. Uh, tune in uh, next time on Canada Laughs. Thanks a lot.